rocking with the hottest underground hip hop and R&B show on this side of the net. This is Nonstop Radio. Yeah, 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 ladies and gentlemen, what's really good? It's your boy Emilio Wegbar. Right now, you are tuned in to the Nonstop Radio Show as we present. The In The Spotlight Show hosted by yours truly. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Nonstop Radio 212 or my personal Twitter page at The Emilio Wackball to stay up to date with the latest news and highlights from your favorite hip-hop shows, favorite hip-hop show. Here tonight, we got a special guest joining us. It's been a minute, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's been in the making and we finally got it here tonight and we definitely going to make this happen. So please, let me introduce to y'all Jess Blaze. No filter radio, y'all. Let's put our hands together and give her a round of applause. Jess, what's good? I gotta get, I gotta implement that shit on my, on my end. God damn it. <laughs> that's all it is. So, Jess, as long as we can learn from each other, I love it. Yeah, no doubt. That's that's what that's what it's all about. I love it when you know owners of their own separate platforms come together because you know what I mean we get to share information get to share music get to share artists and everything like that so I definitely love it you know what I mean definitely yeah I wish more people would be more uh, open to things like that you know what I mean and realize that we win this way absolutely you know what I'm that's one thing like I always try to push you know that you know coming together and showing support for one another I know everybody like to be you know competitive and in their space of being competitive and everything like that but me it's all about spreading love you know what I'm saying I like to see people get on do their thing and win you know what I'm saying and if I can help in any way I definitely do that you know definitely I'm only in competition with myself to do better and be better you know that's it that's it and and speaking of that you're definitely one of the inspirations I've seen because I know for um it was like a couple of years ago I seen you I think it was with um Kiana the Goddess, you two was on the way to like I think uh to do a show as well or whatever and I happened to see you then you're also friends with um my homie Lamar Foster and everything like that so I'm like yo she's cool I like you know what she brings to the table and everything she do you know with her mm-hmm. you know branding platform and all that good stuff you know okay yeah. yeah it's hard work but you know, well you know how it is you know what i mean yeah it's but, tough um, i feel like as long as you stay consistent and stay focused on what your goal is mm-hmm. you know what i mean and not allow distractions to get in the way then you should be on a good path that's real um, talk you're always you're always gonna get you know you're always gonna have these little bumps and bruises along the way or you know lessons learned and people you're gonna bump into or deal with that are not going to be good for you, but that's part of the game. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's definitely you can't, part you can't of let it. that you can't let that stop you or you know deal you up from what you're really trying to do or destined to do rather. That's real talk. You know what I mean? And I've been doing this, you know, as far as like having a content you know based platform and everything since 2013 and i started the actual non-stop radio show in 2006 and what i can tell you from my own personal experiences it's definitely been a tough climb from starting out to where we are right now and everything so whenever you get a chance to you know connect with like-minded people that's doing the same thing you always want to take that time and that opportunity to try to soak up as much as you can and learn you know definitely yeah listen i'm a student to the game you know what i'm saying because Never in my life would I ever thought I'd be friends with a goddamn microphone. <laughs> <laughs> well, for me, it started off as, you know, me being an artist and everything like that. So, you know, like I got comfortable, behind, you know, being behind a microphone like real soon. So, like, it was easy for me to make this transition. But at the same time, like when it came to me actually carrying a platform by myself, because at first I had my brother 
that was you know my co-host for me when we first started the non-stop radio show so like when he had mm-hmm. left i was kind of scared to do it on my own but then i was like you know what, let me push forward and keep you know going with what i got going on and everything that I, you know actually grew yeah, that's what's up. It, like I said, it, I, I ne- it was never in my sights. It was never, I never thought about it. You know what I mean? I literally got hit up by someone who had a radio show established already. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, the conversation just went like, hey, Jess, you talk a lot of shit and you talk a lot of real shit. You want to come on my show and be a guest? Mm. And I was like, for what? He's like, to talk some shit. And I'm like, all right, fuck it. <laughs> That's why I flock to your platform now Because you definitely do be talking a lot of real shit You know what I'm saying A lot of stuff <laughs> like People out there with platforms are scared to talk about You know what I mean I mean I feel you just have to take full advantage Especially especially now with social media And now with people just being so free And expressing themselves mm-hmm. You know I, I say it all the time And I always encourage people with, with their platform Like you know in the same way I tell artists Like you know be transparent and, and just be as real as you can because either they're gonna hate you or they're gonna fucking love the hell out of you. Yeah. And there's gonna be people that's gonna relate to you, and and again, there's gonna be people that agree with you, and the ones that don't, it's like whatever. Yeah. You know. That's true. But um, you know, I started, I went on the show, and um, I was scared shit because I'm gonna be honest with you, I used to be shy, and mm. people don't believe me because they're like, "How are you shy when you talk so freely?" And I'm like, I used to be shy, like I was the one that. When we was in school and you had to go up to the front of the class to read your report, mm-hmm. I was like, I got to use the bathroom. <laughs> you know, like, I really got to use the bathroom and I'll be out for, like, the rest of the fucking period and shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's how shy I was. So I went on the show and I was nervous and, you know, I, I didn't speak too much. And then they invited me back and I wound up becoming a permanent co-host. Um, as I started doing it, I started enjoying it. Mm-hmm. And... I realized like, you know what? This is kind of cool, you know? And when I get involved in something, when I start liking it, I, I want to learn it now. I want to educate myself as best as possible about what I'm getting involved in. So I start doing research and then I start getting more involved in the radio show and I hear the topics that we're talking about. And then I'm like, I start thinking about growth. Mm-hmm. Instantly, I'm like, how can we grow from this? You know, we're a group of individuals, smart individuals. How can we grow from this? And I started noticing certain patterns on their end that I couldn't really, I couldn't really put myself in that space, especially if I wanted to see myself grow. Mm-hmm. And it was basically because every show, every week, you know, they were constantly saying nigga on mm-hmm. their show. It was like nigga this, nigga that, nigga this, nigga that. And don't get me wrong, we say it all the time, but I feel like there's a time and place for everything. True. And I had, I had, being that I had the growth on my mind, I'm like, we can't grow if we continue saying nigga in every in every sentence. Right. Like, how do we expect to get sponsorships from big businesses or whatever when they ask us to hear a show recording of what we're about? And the first thing they hear is nigga this and nigga that. I wouldn't want to deal with somebody if that's the content or the basis of their show mm-hmm. or their program. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I felt like I had to remove myself from that situation. Then I had to like really think like, do I still want to do this or not? I think I could do this on my own. You know what? Fuck it. I'm going to do it on my own. And I thought long and hard for a fucking name. <laughs> and here we are. No filter Four years radio. Later. <laughs> <laughs> as Four years later, you know, I I started off as just being a regular basic internet radio, and then I decided, you know what, growth again. 
you know, how can I take this to the next level? And mm-hmm. I decided to to get legal and become a, a legal internet radio station. I'm still in the building process, don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. because I'm a one team, so it's fucking hard as fuck, but I know you can relate to that. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> it is tough. Like, a lot of people, I think, especially artists, they don't realize just how much really goes into... Doing everything from top to bottom From, you know, actually running the platform And then actually being in front of the microphone And doing everything that you gotta do To keep the station afloat Like, they really don't understand that Like, you know, we engineer our shows I know you do it, I, you know, I engineer my own show I quote-unquote produce my own show mm-hmm. You know, I, I used to Fucking tag all these artists' music Which, that was not my job But I was doing it yeah. simply So they can streaming on my platform but um, that's where I started, you know, like I said, researching more and realizing, like, wait, this is not my job. <laughs> yeah, that's one thing I've, I've come to realize, like, you know, like even with tagging artists and everything, it got to the point where I was like, you know what, I, I'll let you know that your music is playing at this particular time. But that's up to you to actually tune in and listen. Like, I draw the line right there now because like I was doing the promotions for them and everything like that. But then it was like, nah, you got to pull some of your way too, especially if you're on this platform. I'm doing everything else for you. Now you got to do some legwork too and also, you know, get it out there. Yeah, there's a there's a there's a, a, a large sense of entitlement in this uh, indie industry. And it's unfortunate because, you know, at the end of the day, you got to grind. If we grinding as, as radio personalities, as radio station owners, as everything that we do, you know what I mean? We 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 can we can we need two more hands to count all the shit that we do. Right. To fulfill, you know, our duties as far as radio hosts. Yeah, <clears> that's true. So it's like, if I'm grinding, why am I grinding for myself and and grinding for you more than you're grinding for your own self? That's true. It don't work. You know, I'm not the artist. I'm not here trying to be. I'm not here trying to get my streams up. You know my sales up or record deal. I'm not trying to. I'm not looking for that. You know, mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm in the back. Yeah, <laughs> I'm in the back. I'm in the back giving pointers and I'm supporting. You know, that's my job to support you. Mm-hmm. You know, and to help you or lead you in paths where it can assist with your career. Because I have no problem doing that either. I'm not selfish when it comes to information. Right. You know, I'm definitely not selfish when it comes because you know at the end of the day. You got it from me Yeah so. I can attest to that Cause there's a, there's a few things That you you know Share information with me With that I didn't know prior to that And it's helped You know Make the platform That I have now A lot better And you know A lot more sufficient And operating So I definitely wanted to say You know Thank you for that You know what I mean Cause that means a lot to me When somebody's willing To share information yeah, is is listen. I was I was there at one point where I didn't know shit, and like I said, I'm still learning. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But that point where I where I where when I took when I made the decision to just start doing this on my own, um, you know, I didn't know anything. I was just like, what are these buttons? What the fuck? What's the job of an engineer? Mm-hmm. You know, things like that. You know, like I'm like, nah, son. I thought I was just supposed to be fucking one with a mic. <laughs> I thought all I was a mic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> like, what happened? <laughs> you know. But, you know, you realize there's a lot more into it. And, you know, like I said, a lot of these artists, they feel entitled. And um, they need to stop that shit. Yeah, for real. And they need to stop appreciating um, people like you and I. Mm -hmm. Especially when we're the ones who, in a heartbeat, will be quick to share their music on our platform. That's a fact. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? So let me ask you, you know, being a female in this particular industry, we already know as men that it's tough for females in the music business itself. And I can only imagine the grind and the level of difficulty it is in the radio business as well. So, like, how does that work for you? Like, how do you handle it? 
Um, well, I'm kind of like a guy. You know, the only thing that separates me from not being a guy is not having a dick. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I have I have a very tough exterior. You know what I mean? Um, I've always been around men, so men are comfortable around me. You know what I mean? It's not like, oh, my God, we have a, a woman around us. They feel like, oh, I'm one of the homies in a sense. You know what I'm saying? Um, it is a male-dominated industry. There's no doubt about that. Uh, have I gone through a lot of dick competitions with no dick? Absolutely. Mm. You know, um, have I gotten hate from men? I to this day, yes, I do. You know, but it comes with the it comes with the fucking lifestyle. It comes with the business. You know mm. what I'm saying? And I feel like that comes in any aspect of work that any woman is trying to do in a male predominantly, you know, field. Right. You're fucking construction. You get a woman that starts working construction. They're going to start looking at her funny. Meanwhile, she can lift the same shit that the next man can lift. Yeah. You know, so basically my point is don't underestimate a woman or don't underestimate our capabilities on what we can do. That's you know? what we're talking And, and the women that are out there that you see them grinding and you see that they actually making moves and, you know, from then to now, you're like, oh, okay, okay, you know, just give a fucking woman props. Yeah. What's wrong with that? There's nothing like, wrong with, wrong with that. You know, I think what it is, I think, you know, like even from like the, you know, artist perspective, I think it's a pride thing for a lot of men and a lot of ego thing. Like they don't want to be outdone by a woman, but it's like at the same time, it's like you can learn a lot from this woman. You know what I'm saying? Like at the end of the day, if you were to open your mind to like the thing that a woman can teach you as far as. You know how to attract a you know a female audience and how to do certain things that will appeal to the ladies and everything like that. You can learn a lot, but you got a lot of dudes out here that just let their egos get in the way. You know. Yeah, definitely. And that's the thing. It's the ego. The egos play a big part. And you know, I, I always tell if I if I encounter a man where I feel like I'm like putting him onto something or whatever, or I don't want to say schooling because I feel like that's kind of a strong word. Mm -hmm. But if I'm like educating you about something, like I let them know, like, you know, I'm not here to belittle you. Mm -hmm. I'm not here to make you feel any less of a man than what you already are. I'm just trying to help you. You know, like I think people get help misconstrued. You know what I mean? And they feel like you're trying to poke at them or trying to fuck with their ego or tell them that they can't do or amount to what they're trying to do. And that's not the case. I'm like, if I see potential, I'm going to take the time out to give you or, or share with you what I know. Mm-hmm. If I feel like you're not with it, I'm not going to waste my time. And I do appreciate the artists who, you know, genuinely thank me for like any advice. You know, like a uh, shout out to Notes. I don't know if you know Notes. Yeah, Notes. Yeah. yeah, Notes. Now he's, too, buzzing. Yeah. he's buzzing right now, mm-hmm. you know, and I just interviewed him a couple of weeks ago and, you know, he thanked me because I was one of his first supporters. I was the one that was like, yo, you got something mm-hmm. You know like You got something Like keep pushing You know keep doing your thing And here we are Three years later He's at fucking Over 400,000 streams On Spotify mm. That's dope <laughs> Yo you like I mean? <laughs> That's real dope right there You know what I mean <laughs> Like When people Like that's the one thing That kind of gets me Like with artists Or whatever the case may be Is like when you got people That genuinely support you or whatever the case may be, like they tend to forget them as they progress in their careers. Like you, you, you still got to come back and give props to those that help you get to where you at. And speaking about you know women once again, like I feel as though there's a lot of women in the industry that's helped push forward the culture, but they don't get their flowers for it. You know what I'm saying? Because oh, you know, like this being like you said, a male dominated industry, you got so many 
men now looking to get all the congratulations and all the pats on the back. But at the end of the day, you got the women that's behind them being the backbone that's helping push along all this thing. You know what I mean? So. And, and one thing about me, like, I'm a very simple person. Like, for me, thank you goes a long way. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you don't got to tell the world thank you. I don't need you to tell the world thank you. I don't need you to make a post or any, like, just personally tell me thank you. Right. And I'm good with that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just shows me that you're acknowledging whatever help I did for you. Yeah. You know? Like I said, men are just like weird creatures. <laughs> we are. <laughs> I can't even lie to you about that. <laughs> Not not all of you guys, but you know, like I said, just in this industry, a lot of a lot of people need to humble themselves. Yeah. Honestly, and not only in um, not only artists. You know, this is this goes for radio hosts, everybody in this industry. Everybody, sprinkle of everybody needs to humble themselves. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But. So like, so like what's been some of your most enjoyable moments other than like helping artists out and you know helping people progress with their careers and everything like what's been some of the most enjoyable moments for you owning and operating your own platform and also being like the you know figurehead or the face of no filter radio um i would have to say like some of my interviews like i've had some I mean, all my interviews, well, not all. I've had maybe, like, two sour interviews where I was like, how much long do we have? <laughs> Wait, I really said this long that we're going to be talking? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, there's some interviews that I totally and genuinely appreciate because, you know, my studio is out in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. And I've had artists literally travel sometimes hours to come to my studio just to be on my platform and that right there in itself is like for me like for me time is everything mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying if you if you give me a little bit of your time i i appreciate that immensely because you could be doing anything with your time and time isn't free time is very valuable right and who you dedicate your time to is important as well you know because you don't want to be on this interview talking to me about some bullshit and you're like what the fuck did i waste my time yeah. being on this live with her we really didn't fucking talk about anything yeah you understand what i'm saying when it comes to time, I wholeheartedly appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I definitely so agree inter- with you. Yeah, I would say I would say the interviews, um, my showcases as well. Um, most definitely actually, because I've had artists I had this one girl, she literally booked a fucking flight from New Orleans. Wow. Just to come perform at my event. I had a I had a guy who drove from North Carolina just to be and perform at my event. So, you know, it's artists like that when they dedicate and they take their time out and, and travel and, and expenses and things like that just to be on my platform because they believe in my platform that much, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or they fuck with it that much. I'm like, yo, that's what's up. To me, that that that's that's more than money to me. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That's something that I could cherish and, and take along with me. That's something that I can share with you right now and share like five years from now. Like, yo, you know what? Boom. When I first started, you know, like my first interview, actually, my first ever interview when I went solo on my show was um, Spliff Star. Mm. Buster Rhymes Hype Man from Flip Mode. Yeah, shout out to Spliff Star. Yeah, shout out to him. And and I didn't even contact him. That's the the craziest part that I happened to be at my own event 
and some woman just came up to me and she's like, oh, can I get your card? I want to book an interview with you. And I'm like, all right, he, you know, gave her a card and she called me the next day. And she's like, you know, I, uh, you gave me a card yesterday and I want to book an interview. And I'm like, all right. And um, she's like, by the way, the artist is Split Star. And I'm like, who? And she's like, Split Star. And I'm like, she's like, flip mode? I'm like, nah. I'm like, for real? She's like, yeah. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> So she's like, so how much? How much is the interview? I was like, fuck out of here. I was like, I ain't charging him. She's like, no, I want to pay you. I'm like, no, you're not. If you don't, if you pay me, I don't want him on my show. (laughs) I saw it straight like that. I don't want to interview him if you fucking pay me. Like, if you offer me money, I said, it's an honor to have someone that I grew up listening to that I admired because he was just like a fucking firecracker. He's a dope ass high school. Like, to be able to be, you know, like right here front and center and have a conversation with him, fuck that. You know, like, I'm good. That's they smart. came and yeah, it was a dope ass interview. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> and you know that's that's something that I'm proud to speak on. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a major accomplishment for me. So it's one for the books. So when you first interview Split, <laughs> was you nervous? Nah, mm. I felt like he was one of the homies. No lie. Oh, I asked him if he wanted a drink. He does not drink liquor. I was shocked as fuck. He was like, "Can I get some water?" I was like, "You want me to spike it?" He was like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you sure you don't want me to just drop a little something like Bacardi or something? He's like, no. You know, but, um, you know, he smokes. Unfortunately, we couldn't smoke in that particular studio that yeah. we, that I was in at the moment. But he was literally like, you know, I still got the interview. I posted some, you know, ever so often and stuff like that. But he came with his whole crew, you know, um, shout out to Paper Rock. And, um, yeah, it was really fucking dope. It was just like a regular casual conversation. Like I was talking to one of my boys. That's what's and up. that's what I think made it even more doper. You know what I mean? Because it was like I asked him if I could touch his arm. <laughs> <laughs> he looked at me really weird. I was like, "Can I just touch your arm?" And he was like, "Why?" I was like, "I just want to make sure you're like you're real, like you're really here." He was like, and he gave me his arm, and I was like, "Thank you." <laughs> I was like, that's "I was like, I'm not stargazing." I was like, "I just want to make sure you're really here." You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> I know the feeling. Like I remember the first time. Because I'm like I've been around. So I I went before I had my son. I was uh, I used to promote parties in the city, uh-huh. so I used to always do an industry party. You know what I mean? So I was always rubbing elbows with celebrities. So I never I never got starstruck. And at the end of the fucking day, the only difference is that your bank account is fucking longer than mine. We still put our pants on the same way. You know what I mean? True. You pick left, I pick right, or whatever. That's but true. You were human being like me, and you know I never got starstruck like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I remember the first time I interviewed Positive K. Like that was a a game changing moment for me because I was the first actual person that had been in the industry and Dope. did something that you know I liked from when I was growing up because he came out with that uh what your man got to do with me and when that song yeah. dropped that was one of my favorite songs back then so to actually have him. On my platform, I was kind of like, you know, I want to say, you know, starstruck, but I was like, yo, no, this, it's, this feels for real. Like, like, you know what I mean? Not, but shit like that, I'm going to be real with you because I never really like to use to talk too much about the whole split star interview because I didn't want people to think that I was like, you know, dragging his name or, you know, trying to use his name for whatever. Mm-hmm. So I never really talk about it. But when I did mention it, people be like, yo, you need to fucking talk about that shit. Like, yo, that's dope for him to be your first interview and this, that. And I just be like, you know, cause I'm just, I'm just too humble. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it is, I'm, I'm proud. Don't get me wrong, but I'm not going to be riding off of somebody else's name. You know, yeah, now I when I interviewed Yo-Yo, I interviewed Yo-Yo too. <clears throat> 
when I interviewed her, that was really dope too. That was, I think that was a little bigger for me because that's someone who I, I really grew up listening to. Mm. You know what I mean? Because she was being a female rapper and whatnot. So that was pretty dope. You know, a lot of people out there, you know what I'm saying, especially a lot of the younger generation, just don't know just how much of an impact that Yo-Yo had on music, especially in that era, you know? Some of them don't even know who she is. Do you know that? Do you know when I posted that I was interviewing her, I had a couple of artists talk about who was that. I was like, if Reach Out and Touch Me was an option on our fucking phones, <laughs> you would have been true. Yeah. <laughs> And that's it. <laughs> it's crazy, you know what I'm saying? Because like I can understand it, because as I you know, when I was younger and everything like that, it was artists that was around that I didn't know either. But it's like at least I took the time to get to know some of these artists I never heard of. But you got people out here that just are just ignorant to it and don't want to like clueless. Yeah. Even um, even um, Cassidy. Mm. When I interviewed Cassidy, I had a couple of people stumped. Like, who's Cassidy? And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> the barmaster? Bar Are you shitting me right now? Come on now. You got to be good. I actually... But- I actually saw uh, some of that interview. I remember you had invited me to come on there and talk with you and everything like that. And I had the issues with my phone and all that stuff. But oh, yeah, that was the second time I had him on. Yeah. I, I was actually, I wanted to get, because, you know, the first interview, that shit would have probably went on for like two, three hours. Because we were literally just, he was smoking, I was smoking. And we were just literally having a regular conversation. Like I said, when it comes to men, I feel so much more comfortable talking to men. I've mm-hmm. always been around my brother, my brother. I have fucking three sisters, okay, and one brother. I never used to be around my sisters. Mm. I, I never owned the Barbie doll. I, I owned GI Joes. Oh wow! Okay, <laughs> yeah. I, had, I I never owned a fucking. Uh, I never owned Barbie dolls. I had fucking Hot Wheels. <sighs> you know, I had Hot Wheels and GI Joes. Those were my toys and fucking Nintendo. That was my shit. I never played with dolls, so I was always around like, I was always like a, a tomboy. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So. <clears throat> but you, the conversation was really dope. You had high wheels growing up and everything like that. So let me ask you: Was you a bit of a gearhead? Like you like like automobiles and stuff like that? Uh, not really. Okay. I was just going some the video games. Okay. I had every system that came out. Mm. The new system came out. My father had to buy it for me. Okay. Another system came out. I had to have it, and I was always I was I was a gamer. Until this day, I'm a gamer. I don't play as much because I'm busy with life, but right. I'm going to shoot. shoot. <laughs> check, check, my numbers, check my stats now. <laughs> <laughs> so what's your favorite game to play right now? You know, the numbers don't lie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Saying, you know? so, so, I, so I take you into Call of Duty and all that. All day. Oh, yes. man. You'll probably clip me in that <laughs> one because I... If you a sniper, I don't want to play with you and I might unfriend you. So <laughs> Yo, I remember when I used to um like really be heavy into playing Call of Duty like back in 2010. Yo, we used to go on those matches online and everything. And then you had those dudes that I just want. Hate mail. You know that? What happened? I used to get hate mail. Nah, for guys. Oh wow. Because you know, you know how you could like put call as four letters to put the call sign. Mm-hmm. So I would put girl, right? So you know, I'm a fucking girl and shit. So I would always come ranked number one and, and fucking uh uh what is it? Uh, the multiplayer. Okay. <clears throat> I will always come number one. Have like over twenty kills and shit like that. And I would get hate mail like bitch. <laughs> yo, we was to play right now. Ain't no lie. You probably yo, you will body me because like I, no, I just I suck. 
I haven't played in a couple of in a couple of months. My husband, he's a, he he be he be on that shit every night, and he be mm. like, "You want to play with me?" And I'm like, "No, nah, we don't got enough weed, and I can't throw my controller." <laughs> you know, because we can we can throw these controllers. These are not Nintendo controllers. Nintendo controller, you could fucking launch that shit and it'll still work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't do that with a PS4 controller. That shit gonna be gone. <laughs> exactly. You thought you launch a PS4 controller right now? That's it. <laughs> it's over. It's- yeah. Mm-hmm. I get mad every time this drop. I'll be like, fuck, that's another $50. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That PS4 wave, though, I definitely got to jump on that. Everybody talking about the PS5, though. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I don't know. I might go back to my PS. Yeah, my son's going to have to sell his ass for that shit because I ain't buying it right now. Oh, wow. How much is it going for, you know? I think, like, uh, you know what? There were talks that they were kind of, they were trying to drop the price from the floor, from the PS4 price. But uh, I think that's only out in China because you know China gets very dips on that shit. But uh, mm. if I'm not mistaken, I think the price for that one is like eight or nine hundred dollars. That's a whole fucking cell phone. Mm. Cell phone, card note, like <laughs> yo, half of your rent. Yeah, it word. You know what I'm saying? Well, I don't know, especially living in huh? It's a pound of weed. <laughs> I'm sorry, I associate, I associate everything with marijuana. Nah, I'm a, I- I'm a I'm a weed advocate. <laughs> hey, listen, if I could smoke right now, I'll be right here with you. Like, yeah, I'm smoking, I'm smoking for you. I got, don't you see I'm on my second one? I'm smoking for you. This is yours, actually. Oh, that's, that's, that's love right there. Respect, <laughs> respect. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> that's all it is. So, you know, like, let me ask you with, you know, with, with the whole marijuana thing and everything like that, you know, and people like are really starting to like really feed into it. Like, how do you feel about about it well for starters i was a little at first skeptical on going live and airing my show mm-hmm. while i was smoking a blunt but then i was like this is who i am mm-hmm. you know like again i'm 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 transparent i'm like i don't sugarcoat shit i'm not here to pose as something that i'm not when i get off camera i'm the still same goofy fucking person cracking jokes or whatever mm-hmm. the case may be you know so i'm like why is it a why is it an issue if I'm smoking my blunt, right? Mm-hmm. But if you were to light a cigarette right now, it's okay. Yeah. And that shit gonna kill you. This shit isn't. Wow. You feel me? So I started, but then the other side, like I had like devils on me. Like I had the good devil and the bad devil. The bad one was like, yo, fuck what you heard, smoke your shit, smoke weed every day type of thing mm-hmm. and then the good devil was like yo you want to get endorsements bitch you want to get some more bread mm-hmm. you want people to sponsor you put the fucking blunt out you know what I'm saying right. but then I'm like I don't need to I, you know there's different targets and different avenues that you can go to this world is so broad and there's so many different opportunities you know what I mean I don't, mm-hmm. I don't have to go to a fucking blue collar person I can easily go to a cap, a cannabis dealer or a cannabis uh, business because right now that's what's fucking buzzing. Oh, yeah. You know, it's already legal in who knows how many states right now. So it's not it's not frowned upon is what I'm trying to say. Right. As it was like, say, 10 years ago. You understand what I'm yeah. saying? So I, I'm not, when I say I'm an enabler, I say that joking around because I would never like, peer pressure someone to smoke a blunt if mm-hmm. that's not for you it's just not for you you know what i'm saying um but when it comes to people with ailments that have illnesses and things like that that i know 
that marijuana can be a high beneficial a benefit for them rather I'm I'm all in their ear mm. I'm down to looking for fucking clinics hospitals doctors I'm giving them motherfucking 800 numbers I'm pulling up facts so that way they don't think that I'm just blowing smoke up their ass. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I back everything up with what I say. Like, you know, when you ask me for, for help, you know, I was able to provide you the shit that you like, oh, okay, this is factual. And now I can use this to help me for, you know, my platform and whatnot. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I wasn't steering you wrong. So I would never steer anybody wrong. Is marijuana good? It's fucking great. Oh, yeah. Do I wish everybody in the world was smoking weed? Hell motherfucking Yes. Would there be peace on earth? Hell fucking yes. Would there be less deaths than murders? Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> but it makes somebody think about it. That's why somebody would be fighting over a blunt. Yeah. Or, or, or because they held that shit too long. They was like steamboating that shit. Something will happen. But yeah. at the end of the day, I'm, I'm pro-weed. I'm, I've always been pro-weed. Um, I'm open about it with my son. I encourage parents. If you have children... Don't be oblivious. Um, don't be oblivious. Weed is a fucking plant. Yeah. It's not a gateway drug unless you allow it to become a gateway drug. That's true. Because this doesn't, this doesn't, I've been smoking for over 20 years and never in life have I ever thought about going to fucking crack, coke, heroin, none of that shit. You know right. what I mean? Weed is enough for me. I don't even get high no more. But weed is enough for me. Right. You know what I mean? So again, parents, don't be oblivious to the shit. Talk to your kids about weed. Have that talk with them. If they fucking do decide to smoke weed. Hey, there's no judgment. Listen, it's inevitable. They're going to do it regardless. Mm-hmm. That's just a fucking fun fact. That's the truth. You know, people like... I don't know why people like still feel that way about weed being such a bad thing because it's really not. Because I remember I had some dude that I knew before, like he was sick. He had like a, you know, a sickness or whatever, but smoking weed helped ease his sickness. And you could see it like when he wasn't smoking, like you could tell like he, he, he was fucked up with his condition. Then when like he was smoking, like he was bouncing around, he was good. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then, then you're looking at the market right now and the way weed is and everything, like the weed culture is. I think invest in stuff if you can. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> Listen, I want to, I want to get my own fucking dispensary. Honestly, that's that's like on my bucket list to get my own dispensary. Oh yeah, that's a that's, fact. That's what the bread is at. You know what I mean? But yeah, like you said, it, it helps people with my girlfriend. He suffers from this condition. I can't even tell you the name because it's a fucking long ass name. Mm-hmm. But basically, um, it it affects her muscles so bad that she like suffers from a lot of pain. Mm. And I told him, look, I looked it up and marijuana is actually good for that. You know, I said, I think you should look into THC oils. Go to your doctor, ask him if he can help you get a medical marijuana card. And yo, she did that. And within two months, she had her medical marijuana card because I gave her the oils. I used to sell her the oils. Mm-hmm. Can I say that? <gasps> hey, we ain't worry about it. Fuck, <laughs> Fuck, <it's the> past. <laughs> Fuck Trump. In case we didn't put that in there this evening. Fuck him. <laughs> No doubt. Oh, and fuck Epstein too, that fucking prick. Oh yeah. But yeah. <laughs> so I used to give her the oils and when I gave her the oils, she called me and she goes, um, you know I didn't have to take my pain medicine? And I was like, Really? So the oils helped her so much so that she actually minimized I think three time by three times her intake on her pain meds. Mm. That's a good so thing. We can okay, we can move towards a natural remedy instead of a lab created you know method of 
curing your ills and everything, I'm all for it. Especially, like I said, there's a lot of like beneficial things that come out of smoking weed and everything, cannabis oils and things of that nature. You know, like the cannabis market is, is definitely booming right now. And I see it being embraced even more so by hip hop artists that have their own strands and, you know, are investing in other companies and things like that, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's true. Listen, back in the days, our grandparents and our great grandparents, they wasn't popping fucking pills. Mm-hmm. They wasn't, they wasn't popping no goddamn Advil, Tylenol for no headache. You know what I'm saying? They yeah. wasn't taking no Xanax or fucking uh, Percocets or anything. They wasn't taking none of that shit. Everything was plant based or or homemade. Everything was just home remedies. Yeah, you know, I, I can I can name five things off the top of my head of the remedies that my grandmother made. She rest in peace. That she used to fucking have, you know, mm-hmm. from fucking liquid that she used to rub on my arm when I used to go to Puerto Rico, so the fucking bugs wouldn't eat me, and it worked because they wouldn't touch my ass. You know, I was like a, <laughs> I was like you know like them fucking fly swatters or the electric ones. Yeah, I was like that. They didn't want to come next to me. They didn't <laughs> want no smoke. <laughs> a walking bug zapper. Lord, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, get near me, motherfucker. <laughs> 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 yeah. You know, it's just okay. like huh? No, I said for real. They didn't they didn't there wasn't there was no medication like that back in the day. Yeah. It was a lot of home remedies, you know. You know, it's crazy how, you know, like we say hey, we kicking it, we can recall so many different things, you know, from the way we were brought up and then you look at the way things is going right now and just how fucked up, you know. Not only 2020 is, but like just how society has become even more so fucked up as a whole with everything that's going on, you know? I think, I think, well, this is my personal opinion, but I think that it has to do with, um, generations. Yeah. And how you instill morals, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. In people as generations go on, you know, some people lose sight of shit. So they won't instill it in their children. True. And then it's like a it's like a pattern, you know, and it's like, all right, this one's bad. So now this one's gonna fall short, and then this one's gonna be worse. And you know, it's kinda like a domino effect because it's like you can clearly see you and I were raised with morals. Right. You know, just on how we speak, how we respect each other, how we communicate with each other, how you are as a businessman, how how you handle your platform, you know, so on and so I mean, you know, I can name a ton of things and this is our first time, this is our first encounter, right? Fun fact for everybody that's watching. Yeah. You know, this is the first time you and I actually having a full blown conversation other than what's up, how you doing in the inboxes and let me help you, I can help you out or vice versa, whatever the case may be. Right. You understand? Yeah, so it's just crazy, man. Like I feel like when morals aren't instilled in people, that's when like shit just like a ripple effect yeah and, and it starts with the children you know i always tell people i i raised my son like we was back in the fucking 80s i don't play that shit yeah i used to make him play nintendo i still got my nintendo oh yeah i said you're gonna know what the fuck it feels like to not have a goddamn save <laughs> and, to be at the fucking, and to be at the end of the board <laughs> and you and you don't have no more lives oh man for those out there that's watching right now or listening and you didn't grow up in the no, Nintendo no, era. Have a memory card, okay? <laughs> you had to no, take no, the-, the fucking game freezes and you got to blow in the fucking, you're going to know all that shit, bro. You're I was just struggle. about to say you're gonna that. Struggle, you're going to struggle. Fuck that. <laughs> you're going to know what 15 bits look like. God damn it. Yeah. 
That's a fact. Right. Like, yo, that was a struggle for real, especially like you playing Mario Brothers and you only got that one life left and then you get all the way to the end and then you die and you got to go all the way back to the beginning. Yo, I used to have many a days when I would throw my uh, my control at the TV or be pissed off. Right? And it still works, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. That's, that's why. I told him that's the only benefit about them fucking old consoles. And sisters made a fucking like Cadillacs and shit. <laughs> <laughs> For real. Those things was, you know, you know, definitely firmly built. You know what I mean? Word, never lie. Yo, so like, let me ask you: with everything that's going on, you know, especially you know living here in New York City, and all the stuff that's going on from this pandemic to the outrage after the George Floyd situation to the discussions about black on black crime, like, what is your feelings on those? Where do I start? Mm. I think the Black Lives Matter uh, saying is highly overrated. Yeah. I think people are using it just because you know you got you got chicks putting it in their fucking hashtags and they're twerking <laughs> yeah you know you're just putting it in there because it's a trending hashtag you know what i'm saying um i think that's just what it is it's just a hashtag yeah you know because you're not if you a person of color can and this is not everybody This is the, the bad people You know what I mean Because mm-hmm. I'm sure The bad people Also chanting Black Lives Matter As well Because they felt A certain way When George Floyd Was killed You know right. Everybody felt the way. You know what I mean But I feel Like it's overrated um, I feel like The black on black crime Needs to stop Because it has not stopped yeah. I feel Like You know People Are constantly Pointing the finger At, at the media The news media and of course, no doubt, they're feeding us, you know, if anybody knows the big six, if you don't know, look it up. This is the big six. There's only six corporations that control everything that we see and hear. Mm. Okay. There's six corporations that own all the networks that we watch. So when you binge watch whatever fucking show that you love, okay, that's a corporation that is in control of that particular network. Right. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, the, the media does spoo a lot of bullshit and a lot of lies or whatever the case may be. But when you know people in the hood and when you from the hood and when you hear firsthand about shit that happens in the hood mm-hmm. about how this and that person and almost like ten people got shot in like one night. Yeah. You know, you can blame that on the media. That's real life shit that's fucking happening. That's true. You understand what I'm saying? You you can't you can't turn the blind eye to that. And what bothers me the most is that, yeah, bitch and moan, you know, bitch and moan because a white person or a white cop is killing a black man. I'm all for that fucking protest. You know, I don't want people to think that I'm get. I'm all for that shit. No doubt. But have that same energy when Tyrone fucking shoots up fucking Daquan yeah. for no fucking reason while he's holding his fucking baby. You know, there's a lot of men out here with that are ego tripping hard body They're ego tripping they didn't get enough hugs from their mama you know what i'm saying they they really have nothing to fucking lose and this is what it is people need to stop turning a blind eye at black on black people killing each other because it's happening in plain fucking sight whether the news is around or not that's the truth because one of your, because one of your mans is going to tell you about it because this world is so fucking small everybody's within six 
every, I don't know if you know about six degrees of separation. Right. I don't know. You know about, yeah. You know, everybody's within six. I'm sure that you and I know somebody somewhere Mm. (laughs) that we haven't figured out who the fuck that person is that's going to pinpoint us, you know, to be connected. Right. But there is somebody out there. You understand what I'm saying? So we don't need the media to tell us about the enormous amount of shootings that are happening on black on black. We don't need that because it's happening in our backyards. Yeah, we see it. We see it. You know, it sucks when you have... I went to a, the memorial run for the little boy that was shot three times while he was sitting in a stroller mm. at a barbecue with his mother. And when we went to the memorial site where he got killed, there was a little boy that he was only seven years old. And he just starts telling us the story about that night because he happened to be there. And I'm just looking at this kid and I'm like... And I told him, I'm like, you know, I hate the fact that you're telling me this shit. You shouldn't have to be telling me about a baby that just got killed. Right. You should be telling you should be talking to me about your fucking favorite sport or a girl you got a crush on or, you know, your boys that you were playing basketball with or your mama that you love so much. You know, something fucking positive, but you should not be talking to me about a kid that just got killed feet away from you. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. That's heartbreaking. It's like that shit don't make no that shit broke my fucking heart that shit don't make no fucking sense I literally got upset I was just like and this kid is just like pure innocence you know what I'm saying kids should not have to see that he's telling me about the killer and then he's telling me how the next day there was another shooting and the cops were on the corner and they didn't do anything these are what kids are seeing so now they're growing up to what thinking what fuck the police right yeah and now they have this mindset instilled in them, fuck the police. And, you know, I know a lot of police officers and I question them like, yo, how do you do it? I would never be able to stand behind a badge or represent a corporation or organization, whatever the fuck you want to call them, knowing that there's bad seeds around. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Because we all rocking the same badge. You know, birds of a feather flock together, even if I'm not fucking guilty of Got charged Guilty by association I'm associated with you Somewhere somehow mm-hmm. You know We got the same job We got the same title Type shit You know But it's Everything is mindset man When people start changing Their mindsets Things will change Even Biggie said it Fucking Big, Biggie said it himself It's not gonna be no change In the world If people don't change Their mindset That's the truth that's the biggest fucking ordeal with people because people are so hell-bent on their egos and, and feeling like they're gonna, you know, fucking with them or whatever. It's like nobody wants to be the bigger person because somebody always has something to fucking prove. And it's like, fuck proving stuff. How about living for shit, you know? Yeah. Appreciating what you're there for. It's, it's, easy, it's easy to engage in a situation that could have a tragic outcome but it's more difficult to walk away and it gets back to what we were talking about earlier about the whole pride and ego thing because of course you know being a man you don't want to just say you had to walk away because somebody slapped the shit out of you you know what I'm saying but sometimes huh I said that's different but it's just nowadays people pulling guns out don't nobody know how to fight with their hands exactly and that's what I'm saying a bunch of pussies that's why yeah and, that, and that's and that's exactly what I'm saying. Like you know, sometimes you don't want to have to 
turn your back and walk away or turn the other cheek from a situation like that. But you gotta also think like, all right, this dude did whatever, but you retaliate and you you beat this dude up or whatever, then you gotta have to look over your shoulders for however long that beef festers because you never know what this dude's gonna do. You don't never know if he's gonna back out on you right then and there, you know, try to shoot you. Or one day you could come be coming out of the store, you walking down the street with your daughter or something like that. Like you never know how it's gonna go down. So sometimes you gotta walk away from a situation even though like, you know what I mean, it's hard to, you know? Yeah, it really it is, it is. And that's where, like I said, being the bigger person comes in. But you have to know when to be the bigger person. That's true. Like like you said, getting smacked ain't nobody walking away from that shit. But don't come back with a gun. Fuck the nigga up. Yeah. Or, or if we got you that day, you see him the next day, you get it in again. And that's it, you know. But people are not, they don't think like that. You know, everything is just like, let me just take them out and that's it. Not even thinking about the repercussions. Yeah. A lot I, of people are just not, especially these young cats. These young cats are just, you know, when we see on the news, all these shootings and these killings and then when you see who's behind the gun it's like oh 20 year old shooter and it's like what the fuck or 17 year old shooter it's like my son is 18 years old like he's not even he don't want to be near a gun yeah you know like i used to show my son videos of third world countries of kids in third world countries just so he could see how fucking good life is out here right you know like look these kids are playing with rocks and that shit is like gold to them you know, like now go to your room and look what the fuck you got in your room. You feel what I'm saying? It's, it's about teaching your kids appreciation and telling them, like, you know, to appreciate what the fuck they have out here. That's the truth. And I think also you got a lot of kids out here. I'm not going to say entitled, but you got a lot of kids out, out here that just don't really understand just how good they have it. You know what I mean? And not only that, because a lot of parents are handout parents. Yeah. They'll just give it to their kids to make them happy or just to shut them up or you know, just so she could go out that night and just go shake her ass, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. Fuck up, but that's the reality of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. You know, like one thing I I love so much about my mother, you know, when we was growing up, like she never just gave us anything just cause we wanted it. You know, maybe Christmas time or whatever the case may be, you know, she'd give us what we wanted. But I can guarantee you throughout the course of that time leading up to that day she made us work for it throughout the months or whatever and then we didn't realize it until later on in life that we actually worked for whatever we got you know what I'm saying so like that's one thing I do appreciate about my mother is the fact that she made me work everything was earned yeah made me earn you know made me earn what I wanted you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so like I didn't grow up with that entitlement feeling like oh well I want it so you gotta give it to me kind of feel you know exactly exactly yeah that's the problem man it's unfortunate too you know but there's a lot of lost kids out here. It is. That's why I feel I feel like um, I've always said, well, not always, but lately I've been saying that there should be a, remember the big, bro- the big brother clubs yeah. they used to have? There's none of that anymore. You know what I mean? And I feel like there needs to be big brother clubs and big sister clubs because, you know, kids will listen to us. We're kind of cool. <laughs> you know? Yeah. We do radio. You know, when you, you know, I know you, I know when you tell people like, yeah, I do radio, they're like, oh my God, you do radio? Oh, wow, that's so dope. Wow, that's so cool. You know, people get so intrigued by it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Especially at work, because they be like, yo, like, they know me for being quiet and just like, you know, straight yeah. to my business or whatever. And then when I let some of my coworkers actually hear my radio shows, they're like, damn, they're like, this ain't you. Like, stop playing. This ain't you. Like, it's, <laughs> yeah. Nah, it's dope. 
So, you know, I feel like if they were more like big brother clubs and big sister clubs and shit like that, that would help out with a lot of kids that are damaged, lost, and yeah. need a lot of guidance. You know what I'm saying? A now, lot. Well, not only, you know, the big brother, big sister clubs also, but also more activities that deter oh, kids yeah, from being in the street. Most definitely. Yeah. That's what Trump Fucking Obama had that shit in play and he took all that shit out. Yeah. That's why we need to get him out. <laughs> you know? How you feel about the whole election coming up in November and, you know, our current candidates, you know, in the Democratic field? I don't know. <sighs> I, don't, I don't It Listen, at the end of the day, it, it's bigger than them. Yeah. It's so much more bigger than them. Like, they're really not in control of what goes on in the world. You know, and that's what people really need to realize. Like, they're puppets just like everybody the fuck else. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And people just need to smarten up, educate themselves, research. The information is out there. You just might have to do a little bit of digging, but it's there. Um, and just be just be an independent thinker. That's all I have to say. Be an independent thinker. Don't feel obligated to do something because Emilio did it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like it's not about that. Be free with what you believe in. I personally I don't know how I feel about Kamala and I already know how I feel about Biden. Yeah. Biden is Biden. Yeah. Biden is almost just as worse as fucking Trump. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like regardless regardless we're losing, but obviously I would more favor them fucking winning in this situation. Anything yeah. to get Trump out. You know what I mean? But Me, just vote. Yeah. I know. encourage everybody, especially these especially these new uh twenty twenty graduates. Like my son, he can't wait to fucking vote. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know what I mean, but um, use this use this opportunity. And not only that, most importantly, I would say, because of this whole ordeal and this tragedy that happened between George Floyd and Breonna Taylor and Ahmaud Aubrey, and uh, I know there's someone else that I'm forgetting. I'm sorry, but just off of them three, between all of that happening and between all the riots and torment and deaths and so on and so forth. If motherfuckers don't vote, it's like then it's seriously like, what the fuck was all of this for? Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? And I'm not saying that it's Trump's fault that these deaths happen because it's not. Right. But what I'm saying is for the justice part about making a change, you know, about being a force. You know what I'm saying? Coming together and whatnot. Right. Because what black people understand is if black people were really to get on this fucking same page. Like really, really on the same page with shit, we would be the Caucasians. Right, that's true. You feel me? We would be the Caucasians. The Caucasians will be where we are. Like, with no doubt. You know, everybody's talking about supporting the black dollar. Supporting the black dollar right now is at what? I I just saw the numbers the other day. I don't even want to tell you because I'm gonna be wrong, but it's pretty high. The black dollar. Yeah. So just imagine, like I said, if everybody was just putting their bullshit aside and the beefs aside and just being like these fucking Asians and being like these Jewish people and being like these Indian people. And working together, right. Mm. the fuck together. Why do you think all these Jews have all these fucking centers and big ass churches and shit like that all over the place? Why do you think Indians got all these bodegas now? Mm-hmm. In a 10 mile, in a 10 block radius, 
the bodegas that are within the 10 block radius of my house, mm -hmm. they're all reading. Okay? They all they all look like they came from the same fucking mom. I'm like, I wonder how many kids she has. Because mm. they all look alike. But they're, all, but they're literally all related. They're all either cousins or brothers. And they all alternate. They all literally rotate around the stores. And after they do a six-month bid in New York, they collect and they go to their country. And then the other family comes over. Yeah. So they're taking turns to fucking make bread and eat. Well, that's a you fact. You know what I'm saying? Especially it's Indians. literally like a fucking, it's a fucking cycle that they got going on. And all these other nationalities are doing it. But for some fucking reason, Hispanics and blacks can't get it the fuck together. Yeah. And that's sad. You can't you know. get it together. And we're the most fucking powerful. And you know, everybody talks about, oh, melanated skin and melanated skin is the fucking top. Fuck all that shit. I don't want to hear that shit. Because that's irrelevant to me. If you can mentally, physically come together as adults and people as one, fuck melanin got to do with anything. It's a fucking it's, melanin is it, melanin is a fucking pigment. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got fucking Hawaiians that are melanin, so it doesn't just stream with blacks. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you got Filipinos with melanin. You feel me? So it's not like it's not just black melanin. It's like melanin is a lot of different fucking nationalities. So that's why I'm saying like get that shit out your mind. Yeah. You know, See, but that's the thing too. People need to do more research and actually look for these right? things instead of just expecting it to be presented to them. Because they're too busy stuck on fucking Facebook. Mm -hmm. And they're too busy doing copy and paste motherfuckers. That's why. When I see these copy and paste people, I just be like, I shake my head. I'm like, you clearly did not read what the fuck was in that post. And you clearly did not research what the fuck that person even reposted about that post. Right. And I, I, when I see copy and paste posts, I dead ass, I read it. And then if I don't know a person, I'll go online and I'll research it. And I'll debunk the fuck out of that shit. And people get mad. Sometimes they delete me. <laughs> And I, I be like, look, I'm just trying to educate you, like you know, so you don't put any false information out there. You know, right. Facebook gonna flag your ass. You know, <laughs> I think you was one of the ones that helped me to understand, like you just can't put stuff online without checking the facts first. Because I know sometimes I would just like read the headline of a certain topic, and I won't really go too much into it. I would just read it, but oh. This is fucked up or whatever But then I remember you said something about that Like check the facts and really get on there And research it first before you just go reposting And I'm like you know what You're right because at the end of the day You are contributing to spreading false information If you're not checking the information That you're presenting you know what I mean Word and my father ever since I was a little girl Because I had a bad habit of saying I know this and I know that And I would say it and then I would be wrong mm -hmm. Right So he would always tell me look Unless you have a hundred percent proof and facts about what you're talking about, shut the fuck up. Because there's gonna be someone out there that's gonna pull your card. And yeah. when they pull your card, you're gonna be like a fucking idiot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's so true. I've learned to just not do that. That's why I, I look shit up because I know that there's gonna be someone with a little bit more intelligence than me about whatever that is that's going on. And they're going to probably blow me up and be like, look, because it's happened to me before where I've actually looked up information and the shit was actually still close mm. on my end. And someone corrected me and I thanked them. I'm like, thank you for letting me know that what I was still putting up was false. 
You know what I mean? Like you put me on, but you know, moving forward, I always, always fact check shit. Especially now because there's just so much false information going out there. Like the whole fucking five G shit. Yeah. I really wonder. Oh my god, that fucking five G era was killing me, man. I think I grew like three gray hairs behind that shit. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it because, like, yo, like they were just going <laughs> in on that five G thing, man. I'm like, yo, like, do y'all even? <laughs> And when they started reposting that long ass book report of a post, I was just like, "Ah, oh, you lucky I like you. I'm not gonna block you." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely I'm careful now. Huh? No, no, you good. I'll, I'll, I'll sidebar you. Like, yo, this is what it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but we do like that, you know what I mean? yeah, no doubt. <laughs> yeah, so you know, for everybody out there, you know, that would like to get in contact with you, and you know, they would like to get featured, like on your show, or you know, they want to send some music to your network to be featured. Like, how could they do that? Um, they can email me. They well, they can follow me first on all social media platforms. No filter radio LLC. You subscribe to my channel on YouTube, No for the Radio LLC also. Um, and when you go on my page, you can just click, click the link. Or you can go on my website, mm-hmm. uh, nofilterradio.lc.com. Everything No Filter Radio. Just Google me and I'll pop right the fuck up. I take up the whole fucking page, so woo! <laughs> no doubt. Hey. It's a lot of fucking hard work, man, but I made sure I took up the whole fucking first page of Google on my shit, so... Google is as soon as you put no filter, I should pop right up right there. So, so you know what I mean. You just find me. I'm easily accessible. Um, I'm taking interviews from now moving forward. I was on trying to be on a hiatus. That didn't work. I was fine. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm, so I'm back in action. I actually miss interviewing people because, like I said, I like connecting with people and getting to know new people and especially you know hearing new music from everywhere and stuff like that. So yeah, mm-hmm. hit me up. Shout out to you, man. I appreciate you. This is a dope-ass conversation. No doubt. I definitely appreciate you, too. And we definitely got to have you back on here again. You know what I'm saying? Like, I definitely appreciated the conversation. And even in speaking to you now, you know, just like your intellect and just speaking to you and everything like that. I've learned some things in this conversation. So definitely shout out to you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. No definitely. Doubt. And I got to get to the show, too. Well, you know, I've already been inviting you on my shit, so. Uh-huh. I said, I already been inviting you on my shit. I know so, you catch me. Yeah, whenever you I catch know, me, I'm at work. Uh-huh. I know, I know. No <laughs> worry. Whenever you're ready, you just let me know and we make it happen. No doubt. <laughs> so once again, Jess, I want to say thank you and I appreciate you for, you know, taking the time out of your busy schedule to come over here and connect with the nonstop radio show. And for everybody else out there, definitely be on the lookout for this interview to come out real soon. You can catch it on soundcloud.com forward slash nonstop dash radio dash show you can also check out past and present episodes that's available there on that platform as well and you can also head over to the ejp entertainment anchor channel to check out this interview just once again we definitely appreciate you and gotta mm-hmm. give you another round of applause <laughs> no doubt see i'm hyped now that's it All right, then. So, for everybody else out there, y'all keep it locked. It's the Nonstop Radio Show. We good. Peace, man. Peace. Want to be heard on the Nonstop Radio Show? Send us your submissions in MP3 format at Let's Network Musically 212 at gmail.com. This is Nonstop Radio.